Welcome to my office. In this video, we're gonna do something a little different. Along with the real, and the raw, and the outrageous, we're gonna show you some never-before-seen outtakes. In other words, the uncensored version of Strongest Borg PD. All suspects are still innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. We were playing. Catch me up. What time was it? What were we doing? Mm, I don't think I have this. I think I just went to sleep in my house. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and I think because because we were waiting because we were gonna go to the next uh, the next day. I was gonna meet Mr. Dragon uh, at the um, auction, and we were gonna follow whoever won the auction. Okay, right. Because so, what did we do last time? Give me like the rundown. Um, okay, let's see. Happened. So I you met. Started off. I was on the roof. Uh -huh. I met the um, the dragon dude on the roof. Yep. We talked back and forth. I showed him my note that I had um, that told he, about the auction. Right, and he had been uh, checking out the construction company. Yeah. Crowder Construction. Right. Okay. And uh, let's see. What do we do after that? Then I went back to um, get some information. Yeah, about the Abishai's from what's his name, Pibble. Pibble. So I went there, and then from there, oh yeah, and then I, as I was going through the center, I bought better um, mm -hmm. armor. That's right. And then I went and bought a house, I think. <laughs> or rented one. Anyway. Or rented a house, yeah, and. Uh, from Ilyana's homes, and she oh, is yeah. the brother of the draw librarian. Yep, yep. So, yeah. And then uh, I... Did I go, like, back? I want to say I went back to the market. Maybe I didn't. I don't think you did. I think you're right. I think you spent the night at your place. Yeah, I was going to say, either way, I ended up at my new rented place, and I'm... Oh, you did? You No, maybe you didn't go back to the market. I'm thinking of when you bought your armor. Yeah. Okay, so as we start, I think that was it. Yeah. you're waking up in your yeah. apartment in the northern part of yeah, Strongestburg. <laughs> and it is the day of the auction. So, you know, at noon, there's going to be this auction in Adelard Square, and box number four is the box that was on the notes that were left. Right. And you were planning on meeting the dragon there. Yep. Correct? Yeah. Well, he was going to be not in dragon form, but... <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> he was going to be there. Uh-huh. Okay. So, what do you want to do? Well, I guess... Uh, Woke up, I guess, and I'll, um, how, what time is it that I wake up? Eh, I don't know. You can pick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. Set your own alarm. I was going to say, I don't, uh. Like 
nothing to do. That I probably will say I didn't. I didn't sleep uh, very well on the roof because I think I spent two nights on that roof, didn't I? Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> I think you did. You, in fact, yes, you yeah. definitely did. So we'll say I didn't get a very good night's sleep there. So um, I slept for a while. Okay. And uh, basically, it went like when I show up for the auction, it'll be. Okay. Roughly the time Perfect. for the so auction. So you'll plan on getting there just before noon? Yeah. All right. So you, um, are you, what are you, are you like in your armor? How are you um, preparing yourself? I'll go with, um. For your mm, workman's clothes? Or? Yeah. Probably the same stuff that I was wearing when I first saw, what's his name? Um, Shennington? Shennington. Okay. Okay. So like your commoner's outfit, right? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I put my armor on underneath it, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's fine. You don't have very bulky armor. Yeah. So you get up. I mean, it's a leisurely morning, right? You take the road north to yep. the city center, and then it's just a couple miles east over to the Central Market. Um, your walk is... The weather's fairly nice today. Sun shining, not too windy, um, not too many clouds in the sky, really. And it's... It's like a weekday, right? So there's people about out, out and about doing their work. Okay. Um, you do you have the dagger with you? You do, right? Yeah, okay. I'll ha I guess I'll have it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you make it to Adelard Square where you had been before, and remember the description. It was like the field, the grassy field, mm -hmm. right? Uh, where some you saw kids playing like some sort of football like game before. Yep, yep. That same group of kids is back playing again. Okay. And there's all kind of ringing that grassy center part are stalls that are mostly set up and, you know, bustling at this point. People are purchasing things. You see the um the guy who sold you your armor before. Right. With his <laughs> his wares out. He kind of waves at you okay. as you walk by. Um but it, it's making good business here. People are starting to gather in a crowd where I told you there was like the dirt patch at the end, yeah. right in front of that stage. So people are gathering over where the where the grass has been worn away. Okay. And um, there is on stage. I told you there was just like a lectern, right, or like a podium. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. So on stage, there is that. There's nobody standing there right now, okay. um, but there are a couple of sort of official-looking people. Um, all of them humans couple couple official looking people sort of like talking together um just on the edge of the stage okay and then the the stage is lined with these like wooden boxes of all different sizes um and you see you see the boxes are kind of grouped together in piles okay and each pile oh you okay oh okay <laughs> um each pile is labeled with a different company. Oh, okay. So you see uh, the flight crew, actually. You, you see their, the big old logo. their wings, the yep. logo, yep, in front of some of them, like sort of towards the middle of the stage. Okay. Um, but you see all, all different logos, all different colors, all different names across the different boxes. And uh, the flight crew's boxes are numbered. Okay. Um, you can tell from maybe a distance i don't know how close you want to walk or what you want to examine but that's sort of what's going on right now the um the auction is just about to start it seems okay but uh i'll, I'll sort of let you pick from there there's a crowd of people there's the boxes on the 
thing. There's a couple people talking near the stage. Okay. What do you want to um, do? Or I'll probably... Or? I'll just... Um, I'll walk up into, like... T towards, like, the middle of the crowd. I don't want to be, like, too... But I think... Actually, I think, like, I, in, like, the middle, but sort of on the edge of the crowd. Okay. So not, like... Sure, Yeah, sure. it's, like, on the left or right side, I guess I'm not... Okay, yeah. Whatever the orientation is. That's fine. But, um... Yeah, and then I guess... So from from what I know of of the Abishai, uh -huh. do I see do I see any of these crates from the flight crew that look like they could be holding an Abishai? Ah, okay, good question. <laughs> One. So from where you're at, why don't you give me a perception check? We'll see how well you can see from, from this distance. Nice, uh, decent. I think I, have I think plus, plus two, two. Yeah, so eighteen. Cool. Okay, so you can make out the um. The numbers on the boxes from right where you are. Okay. You notice uh, they're actually in order, like left to right yeah, on the stage. Okay. Number one is about the size of a coffin, and even like the shape of a coffin too. Not like narrow feet, big head, but just like a long skinny box. Right, okay. Maybe seven feet long, <laughs> just a couple feet tall. Nothing fancy. These are just like planks like, making up yeah. the box. But okay. that one's like coffin size. There's one sitting on top of it that's essentially... Same width, same height, but only half as long. Okay. Uh, and you can you can tell that because it's like pushed to the back of the one that it's sitting on top of. So that's box number two. Box number three is fairly large. It would maybe fit. Imagine like a a kennel that would fit a large dog. Okay. Probably that size. So more square, a little taller, but not as long as the coffin shaped one. That's box three. And box four uh, is about the size of a shoebox. <laughs> okay. Pretty small. <laughs> okay. With that perception check as well. So you're looking, you're looking at the boxes, right? But you're also looking around yourself, mm -hmm. and you, um, you didn't catch it before. But as you've been pushing through the crowd, you know, there's a bunch of people. Around. Yeah. There's probably forty people here okay. gathered together, and um, some of them look super wealthy. Like you can tell by their clothing. You can tell by their sort of the way they hold themselves yeah. and don't like want to jostle each other and then there's like yeah. pockets of you know rattier looking people yeah. who are just sort of like here to see what's happening okay um and you notice uh sort of like off to your we'll say you're on the left side of the crowd sort of off to the right almost right near the front is the uh the dragonborn uh -huh. that you saw okay. that evening pick up the note okay from near the post office so you see that dragonborn um, basically intently watching the stage. <laughs> okay. And, um, you can tell it's a female dragonborn. She, did I say she was white? Is She's right? blue. Blue, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you see that blue dragonborn woman, um, and she, she's just intent on the stage. She's not wearing the same, she, it was like a hooded sort mm -hmm. of figure that evening. Um, she is now dressed fairly regally okay you don't you don't recognize her i mean i know you have really good night vision yeah you didn't recognize her then even in the daylight you can't tell who she is okay. but she seems to be well off okay um so you you notice her too sort of near the front of the crowd all right and do i see uh, my <laughs> friend anywhere or mm. <laughs> right you probably in cat form i would expect you actually you do not right now. Okay. You can't, you don't, you sort of maybe check the crowd, 
I think you don't see her there. You looking up near the stage, there's no no cat moving around right now. Okay. Hmm. Do I see like let's see. Is like Shennington anywhere around? Mm. Um he is yes. Okay. He is actually you um he comes out, he's sort of like you don't notice him right away because he's at one of the stalls talking to somebody like off to the side. Okay. Uh, but you do notice him walk back and he actually stops and talks to the humans who are right by the stage. Okay. The sort of important looking ones. He stops and talks to them and you see him like somebody makes a joke and he laughs and like claps him on the back. Um, <laughs> and kind of like, you know, sits back and puts his thumbs in his waistband and just <laughs> looks pretty happy. Kind of looks out over the crowd. Um, Yeah, he sees you. Um, okay. and he, he kind of like like picks up his chin a little bit, yeah. like you know, okay. to, as if to acknowledge mm -hmm. you. Um, yeah, I guess I'll nod back. Okay, cool. <laughs> and he, uh, but he doesn't make much of it. He just kind of looks back at the crowd, and then he sort of like says something else to the MC looking people. Okay, and walks in and joins the crowd himself. So he he stands, you know, yeah, foot and a half higher than <laughs> most of the people. Yeah, in our right. Room, but, um, <laughs> He's joined the crowd to sort of watch what happens here. Uh, okay. So I guess I'll just uh just kind of wait. Yeah, I'll just kind of wait okay. and watch okay, things. Cool. So the it's just a couple more minutes um and the people who have been talking by the stage, they sort of like nod their heads together and um a couple of them sort of disperse off to different stalls around okay. and one of them sort of a portly guy uh, climbs up onto the stage. Okay. He's got a big handlebar mustache and like round little glasses, bald um, head. He he climbs up onto the stage, up up some stairs on the side, and he stands on top of this little like box behind the the you know podium. Mm -hmm. um, and he fishes into his pocket and pulls out a gavel, like a little wooden hammer. <laughs> okay. And he, the crowd already kind of quiets when he gets up there, but he, he pounds it until everybody's looking and paying attention to him. And he, um, in a big voice, like, booms out, the, the auction is beginning. And uh, people sort of, like, cheer. You hear some, like, you know, like, muttering among yeah. the group. Like, okay. people are pretty excited. Um, and so... One of the people who had walked off to the side, they come back onto the stage and they like drag a box to the front and it takes, you know, they drag a box to the front yeah. and he's taking bids for it basically. It's, you know, picture an auction. This guy can talk fast and I can't, <laughs> so I'm not going to copy him. Okay. But he's auctioning things off. Most things are selling for, um, these are all like mystery boxes. Yeah, right. right? So most of these are selling for a couple hundred gold. Uh, okay. One goes for as much as a thousand, but it's a really huge, huge box. Okay. Probably fit like an elephant. It takes a couple people on stage <laughs> to like push it. Up. Okay. Um. So you, the crowd kind of hangs out. People are bidding. Um. Everybody's having a good time. Mm -hmm. Some people, when they win the box, the box gets like lifted off the stage to the side, and yeah. some people like to open it right there, and then sort of some of the crowd <laughs> will like go and watch and okay. cheer or like yeah. ooh and ah with what's inside of it. Okay. Um. And some people just have the boxes like loaded onto carts and taken away. It's sort of, there's no real um, single way that yeah. people deal with whatever they've won. Okay. But most of the people who are bidding and winning on winning these boxes, mm -hmm. you can tell they're just like wealthy people who have yeah a bunch of you know, extra money, disposable <laughs> money, and it's a fun thing to entertain themselves. Okay. Um, 
So you have to wait maybe 45 minutes before they get to the set of boxes marked with the Flight Crew's logo. Okay. So box number one uh, goes for 600 gold. That's not, not a bad price. <laughs> um, higher than what many of the things you've seen before. Yeah. And you, uh, the crowd seems to sort of, from the talking around you, you can tell that the crowd is always excited about the flight crew stuff because yeah, yeah. it's sort of exotic, right? Okay. So the first one goes for about 600. That's the big casket size yeah, one. Yeah, okay. The one that's about half a casket actually goes for more. It goes for 800. Okay. Uh, there are two, like, particularly scrawny-looking old <laughs> men get into a bidding war over it. Okay. It goes pretty high. The third box... Which is the dog kennel size yeah, one, right. right? That one goes for a little less, about 200. Okay. Um, and it comes to box number four, and the assistant just kind of, it's a shoe box, right? So he can just yeah. like pick it up and like sets it on the podium <laughs> next to the MC. Okay. And he, um, he starts the bidding, and it goes sort of unremarkably. Yeah. Up until about 300. Yeah. And then it seems like. You know, it's such a small box, like, people aren't interested in spending a whole bunch on it. Yeah. Um, the Dragonborn Woman mm -hmm. is bidding right from the beginning. Okay. Once it gets to about 300, a couple people quit off, and there's maybe five bidders still going. The Dragonborn is one of them. Okay. Um, one of them's a tiefling, a man, okay. who's standing sort of on, like, the far side of the crowd from you. He seems older, uh, kind of short. You can't actually see him all that well from where okay. you're at. There's a human man. Um, he looks, he's like a big burly guy. He almost looks like he could be like a butcher, okay. sort of, is the way he's built. Um, he's standing closer to where the tiefling is, so he's still bidding. There is a, uh, there's actually a tabaxi who's bidding okay. for it with uh, like leopard print. Cool. Or okay. leopard fur. Yeah. Um, that. That has like a monocle, like, like a, <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. a very hoity-toity okay. tabaxi. Okay. Um, and then there's a half-orc, sort of close to you, Yeah. who's also bidding for it. And that goes from about 300 to maybe 600, and the half-orc bows yeah. out. He's not interested uh, anymore. Okay. And very quickly after that, uh, the butcher-looking guy, okay. he bows out too. So you're left with the tabaxi. Right? Right. The tiefling. Yep. And the dragonborn. And they keep bidding, and the crowd is getting more and more excited because it goes from, like, 600 to 800 yeah. to 1,000, 1,500, and, like, people are getting way into it. Yeah. It's between these three. Dang. And you can see them all, like, the dragonborn, like, starts looking back to yeah. see, like, who else is bidding for it. And the, um, in fact, the tiefling, like, starts moving forward in the yeah. crowd till like, he's way up at the <laughs> front, too. And the tabaxi, um, who sort of started, he was kind of in front of you on the left side of the crowd, but, like, winds up sort of migrating to the front, too. Okay. And it becomes this bidding war way in the front. Um, it goes 1,500, 1,800, 2,100, 2,500, 2,800. This is going for, like, yeah, way more than most and you can see people around Shennington, like, getting really excited. Like, yeah. you know, he's the one who's selling it and making the money. Yeah, no kidding. So the crowd around him is, like, every time somebody else bids, they, like, cheer and, like, yeah. clap him on the back. And he's, like, really enjoying it, too. Nice. Um, 
it goes all the way up to 4,200 gold, and the um, the Dragonborn winds up winning it. It, it winds okay. up between the Dragonborn and the Tabaxi, and the Dragonborn just sort of outlasts the Tabaxi. Okay. At 4,200 gold. Wow. And she, the crowd is like, like they have never seen anything go for that much in these mystery yeah. boxes, let alone something so <laughs> tiny. So she, um, when the, when the bidding is over, uh, she goes to the side of the stage and the person just hands her the box off the side of the stage and like half the crowd is like crowded around <laughs> yeah, to see what it is. See it. Um, and she, she just like waves them off, like tucks it under her arm, waves them off and mm-hmm. everybody's really disappointed. Um, but she, like, almost to the point of, like, they sort of try to block her from leaving. Yeah. Um, and she finally, she looks a little annoyed and, like, like makes a big deal out of it kind of theatrically. Like, mm-hmm. oh, fine. And sets it, turns around and sets it back on the side of the stage. Mm-hmm. And even the, um, even the MC, like, <laughs> like the, the bidding has stopped. Yeah. The auction has paused for a minute <laughs> so people can see what's in this box. So she sets it on the side of the stage. And she, like, tries to pull it open, but it's, it's like, all nailed shut. So she has to, like, gesture. Somebody brings over a hammer for her. Okay. And she cranks on it, um, busts it open, and inside this box is a giant, like, giant, I think ostrich egg-sized okay. um, gem. A blood-red gem. Okay. That uh, this dragonborn, like... Like the whole crowd gasps, yeah. gasps when she pulls it out, and she like holds it up over her head for a second, and you can see like the light, the sunshine shining through it, yeah. and like dispersing all over. Um, and the crowd is like pretty impressed. You sort of, why don't you give me a roll? Give me a history check. Ooh, it's gonna be a good one. Twenty eighteen plus two. Nice. Okay. Um, from your, I don't know if history was quite right, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You figure she probably came out behind. Like, this isn't worth that much gold. Right. Um, But it really wasn't that bad of a purchase either. Yeah. For that much. At least from what you can tell from a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and once once sort of that, that happens, uh, Shennington comes over and, like, claps her on the back and mm-hmm. congratulates her. And she just, like, puts this giant egg... Um, or not egg, the giant uh, egg-sized gem. gem. Yeah, the egg-sized gem <laughs> into into like a pocket. Okay. Um. And what do you want to do? Um. She, she. It looks like she. She's gonna head off. She's leaving. Okay. Um. The tiefling. Yeah. And the tabaxi who are in like the high bidding for her. Mm-hmm. The tabaxi is just back in the crowd, like waiting for the bidding to continue. Okay. The tiefling is pretty dang close to her when this dragonborn opens the box. Okay. Uh, and it looks like he's... Why don't you give me a roll again? Give me a... Let's see what you can sort of notice about him. Perception, then? Yeah. Plus two... Uh, Twelve? Okay. Um, he, he also heads back to the crowd, but you can... Like, you're sort of paying attention to him because mm-hmm. it was between the three of them. Yeah. The tabaxi is clearly interested in what's on the stage again. Okay. The tiefling seems like... His attention is divided between, like, the stage and, like, the dragonborn okay. that just got this giant gem. Um, yeah. And the dragonborn is is heading out. She's she's starting to leave the the square okay. with her Which gem. Which direction is she going? She is going... She's going back west towards city center. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I guess I'll, um, if I'm on, if she was on like the right mm-hmm. sort of side of the mm-hmm. crowd, mm-hmm. I'll sort of, I'll like kind of slip out of the side of the crowd I was and just kind of like head, I guess also head that way. Okay. But like, I guess kind of keep an eye on her, but like not, I don't know, I guess I can like stealth to yeah, not give, like. Yeah, give me a yeah, stealth. To, like, not make it obvious. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Uh, 13. Seriously? Yeah. You got a 4 and you got a 13? Yeah. Wow. Because I have 9 stealth. Holy smoke. Okay, yeah. You are, um... Yeah, you're moving along. She doesn't seem to be noticing you. And, in fact, just as she heads out and you make the decision to follow, yeah. you do notice that there is, sort of when you walk past the stage... Yeah. Like underneath the back corner of it, you see the cat that okay. you've been, you yeah, know, that you know is not quite a cat. Okay. Um, and he, he is. You actually see him because you're like you were on opposite sides yeah. of the stage, right? So she passes on the right side, and you kind of a couple, you know, yeah, yards yeah. back pass on the left side of the stage, and the cat. When you come around, you immediately notice he's down just sitting there, just like watching this dragonborn <laughs> go off. And he sort of hears you behind him and turns his head and looks up at you. Yeah. And you you see the, you know, he's got the yeah. like bronze colored <laughs> fur with like the green fringes. Yeah. Um, and he just licks his lips and like doesn't join with you, yeah, but he's yeah. also following her. Okay. Um, he kind of slinks off under, under the stage to like over her side and then yep. starts following her that way okay so he he's also kind of trying to be inconspicuous yeah uh he doesn't seem to be doing as well as you are <laughs> but he's a cat so, so people yeah. aren't really paying that much attention to him okay um and you are you just gonna keep following her see where she goes yeah i'll for now anyway yeah okay. i'll just follow her and see what's up okay so she she walks uh, a couple miles actually west until she gets to the bank, the okay. currency exchange. It's a big, like a vault looking building. Okay. That uh, she goes inside. Do you want to follow her inside? Um, yeah, sure. I'll go inside okay. the bank. Okay, sure. So you go inside the bank. It's, I mean, picture, picture a bank. Big columns, um, open, like lots of cut glass windows pretty fancy there's lots of guards standing around most of them are half orcs okay. it seems <clears throat> inside the bank it's mostly it seems to be run by gnomes okay uh and you see her go up to the like kind of wait in line eventually get to the front of the counter she's talking to the gnome at the counter for a little bit and she pulls out the giant like gem. red yeah. gem okay. and hands it over to him and he um he like tags it with like a sticker almost okay and you see him carry it into the back and come back with like a key that he hands to her. Okay. And and she leaves the bank. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Let's see. Well, if I was just standing in there. Yeah, there's. It's you know, it's a bank in the middle of the day, so there's lots of traffic going in yeah. and out. There's. She's really not paying much attention. Okay. So she yeah. doesn't notice you particularly. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I'll. Uh... I'll wait a little bit, I guess, okay. and then step. Not too long, yeah. but, like, enough where it's, like, not obvious that, that I'm following. just following her. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. So you step out. Um, you, actually, it's pretty crowded out in the street. You're in the city center. There's a lot of people moving around right by the bank, too. So there's it's a lot of foot traffic. Okay. Um, 
You don't. You actually have a hard time finding her at first. Why don't you roll for me? Perception. Let's see what she did at. All right, 15. 15. Okay, good. You don't see her, but you do see way off in the distance, um, further to the west yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the cat. Okay. You see the cat's tail um, just kind of like <laughs> moving along between people's feet. Okay. So you move off that direction. She travels a couple more miles west until she gets to basically the center center of the city and then heads north over the bridge. Okay. She's in uh, the, the inner walled area, Sentence Halo, and she... Once once the main road turns further west, she takes that west. Do you want to just keep following her? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she takes this road further west. She she's not really concerned about anyone following her or anything. It doesn't okay. seem. Uh, but you and the cat pretty much stick with her. And this road is, once you turn west, there's fewer people on this this main road. Okay. Going towards the sister's home, she doesn't take you all that far. She actually turns south. Once she's in the citadel, she turns south just a couple miles in. And heads down to, um, oh, actually, she almost makes it to the sister's home. I want her here. So she goes north to this soup kitchen. Okay. Just a couple miles from the cemetery. And um, you see her enter the soup kitchen, actually from the back. It's a big, mm. big building. Almost, imagine like a repurposed warehouse. Okay. And the front, this is like three in the afternoon now ah, probably even longer because this has been a long walk right it's maybe five or six um five or six in the evening but she she goes in the back of the soup kitchen so there's a good number of people going in and out of the front doors mm-hmm. um like i said imagine a repurposed warehouse so it's like nothing flashy in the front but you know that this is a place that people can come to get food if they need it. Right. Uh, this is a relatively poor part of town. So it's a it's a pretty full up place. The lights are on inside. You can hear voices coming from in from inside. Okay. You're standing outside. Um, and the the cat kind of you see her go in the back door. Mm-hmm. And the back door, I should describe the back of the building. There's there's like a little side door, right? And okay. then there's a big, like you could pull up almost a garage door okay. on the far right side and the far left side of this building. And the building might be 60 feet long okay, and probably just as many feet deep. Um, so on way one end, there's one of these like sliding up and down doors and mm-hmm. on way one other end, there's sliding up and down doors. And she goes in the little, like little entryway next to the door on the far right. Okay. And uh, you see her do that, and the cat, who has been traveling with you, but sort <laughs> yeah. of like not right by you this whole time, he, you see her go in the door, and he pauses for a little bit, and he walks over to you, um, and kind of like flicks his tail once, and then sort of ducks behind like the corner of a nearby building. Okay. Uh, so I guess, yeah, I'll, yeah, well, okay. I'll, I'll make sure nobody like sees uh-huh. me first. Yeah, go ahead. Like, stealth, I guess. Cool. So, yeah, well. Yeah, and you guys are, like, <laughs> behind a building. You're okay. kind of in, like, a weird, weird, not an alleyway, but, like, yeah, actually, an alleyway's a good, I mean, think an alleyway that's, like, a delivery, right? Because okay. they have these yeah, doors yeah, yeah. that presumably stuff is delivered in through. Okay. So you turn around the corner of this building, and sure enough, the uh, portly, the Buddha-looking <laughs> guy yeah, is yeah. standing there. Um, and he, he looks really excited. Okay. And he says, like, I think we got him. I think we got him. 
and you, you smell that strong smell of sea salt coming off him again. Okay. Um, and he like, he's like, I like, I think we got him. What, what do we, what do we do? Well, <laughs> we gotta find some way to get inside. I don't know if I just like want to walk in. So in my like, in my like commoners type clothes, mm -hmm. do I guess are they like commoner clothes or are they like, do I look like nice enough compared to the rest of the mm. people around here? You look. Oh, I see what you mean. You do look a little bit out of place because the the stuff you bought was like hard work clothes. Yeah. So you you fit in really well in the food mouth, like by the dock and the yeah, harbor. Yeah. Okay. Over here, this is much more like poor farmer type location mm, okay. um, but not think like dust bowl so people not like there's a lot of farms around here yeah uh, but this is this sort of whole side of town i mean you see this has more soup kitchens than anywhere this is sort of a like a little drier a little more arid mm -hmm. it's it's the less less nice part of the whole city so you you look out of place in the way that your clothes are both too sturdy and yeah. like not made for the type of work that people would be doing around here. Okay. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I think... Okay. Mm. So do I... The only thing is, do I think the people in the soup kitchen are in on it? Or well, it's the, just like a front? Yeah. The, um. Okay. Well, I think what I want to do is... So I think I have my armor on underneath. So mm -hmm. I want to actually take like my clothing off. Okay. And I'll just like put it. I don't know if there's like a trash can or whatever. I'll yeah, just, like, sure. Toss okay. It there. Cool. There's a trash can. So conveniently then located. I look storage. I look like a little a little bit more menacing. I think. Uh -huh. And I'm gonna go around front and go like in the front. I think. Okay. Cool. Are you gonna um sort of as you're taking the stuff off the the man the Buddha guy yeah. asks you like so what what's the plan? Um. Well. So, what I want to do is see if, like, there's dragonborns um, that are, like, running the soup kitchen. Okay. Because if there is, then I'm going to try and, like, pass myself off as, like, a hired hand to, like, handle the incoming shipment or whatever. Okay. Like, they say, like, they needed more muscle or whatever. Okay. Well, he, so. he says... Um, but I don't know, because if they're all dragonborns, well, it's not going to yeah, work. He's going to stop you and say, well, if they're all dragonborn, it won't work. I could, obviously, I can shapeshift. <laughs> yeah. Would you like me to go in and see what I can see as a dragonborn? Yeah, I suppose that would be that would be good. Because, I mean, the other thing is, like, if the door that this guy went into, or mm -hmm. uh, the female dragonborn went into, yep. if that door is locked, I could pick it, but I don't want to, like, get caught. So I guess the other option would be for, like, him to stand guard and, like, um, and, like let me know if I'm going to get caught. <laughs> okay. So I could do that, too. Well, your, your call, he says, he's actually going to wait for you. And then, John, I'm turning the dragon over to you. Okay. Here's you, your stat block. Where's the whiteboard? Oh. Stuff. Just do this. Here you go. Okay. 
Okay, well, so John, have you been listening? Yep. All right, so, I so think, you are the Buddha. All right. <laughs> I think actually, what I think what I'll have us do is I'll have him like I don't know if he what form he wants to be in or whatever. If he can like, he has pretty good perception anyway. I think so. I'll just tell him like otherwise stand watch and I'll just like try and well, I'll go over to the door and like see if it's locked. <laughs> if it is locked, I'll try and pick it. Okay. While he's watching. Sure. Go ahead. Why don't you roll? Give me a south roll first. It doesn't seem very crowded back here. Really, most of the traffic is going around in front. There's one. Is like a, like a hobo guy sleeping. Okay. Like two two buildings down. Okay. Um, against the wall. Best you can tell, he's sleeping. Uh, it's a human. Okay. You don't see so, anybody else nearby. Seventeen stealth. Okay, cool. So you you slip up to the door, and it is at this point like it's it's starting. The sun is yeah. starting to set. Okay. Um. So you're you're a little more blending into your surroundings, but you uh, slip up to the door. Are you keeping watch, my good man? <laughs> I suppose so. Why don't you give me a roll for that? One of these is yours. <laughs> and. Luke doesn't know your name, so I won't give it to you. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Okay. I don't. That doesn't mean. That's spaceman talk. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's space. So, what am I rolling? Uh, perception, I think, if you're just looking around to make sure. You're keeping watch. Well, well okay. Shadow is going to check is out that this door. Intelligence? Uh, perception oh, so is what you're wisdom. looking at here, you got perception plus 17. Yeah. And then, yeah, wisdom plus 3 to that. Okay. So you get a plus 20. <laughs> 26. 26. Oh. Yeah, wow. So with that awful roll, yeah. um, and your 26 perception, you notice that the hobo-looking guy is actually not asleep. Okay. He seems to be sort of watching. Okay. Um, you also are, uh, you notice up, like, near the top of the building, mm -hmm. uh, there is a swarm of bats flying, okay. and the bats, well, give me a roll. You notice them, and they're all hanging around in one spot. I can't tell you what you make of it without an insight check. Okay. So that's 13 plus 10 plus, would that also be wisdom? Yeah. Yes, it would. Okay, so 13, 13 plus 13. Another 26. <laughs> okay, so you notice that the guy down the alleyway seems to be watching. You notice that this swarm of bats is actually like, it's all pretty much staying in one clump. Okay. Um, And several of the bats also seem to be paying very close attention, actually. To okay. what's going on near the back of this building. Cool. Uh, Luke, you didn't notice any of yeah, that. Yeah, right. You rolled pretty good for your stealth. Okay. So you, you kind of like slink up to the back door and you wanted to just check the doorknob, right? Yeah. And what see was your stealth roll for me? It was 17. Okay. Okay. You check it. Yeah. It's unlocked. Okay. Well, then I don't need to pick it. So, uh, well, I guess I'll head back over to my pal then and okay. like let him know like it's unlocked so okay we could go in but <laughs> i'll leave it to you guys john <laughs> i'm gonna defer to you um i'm here tell him whatever you want yeah to. you're in charge so 
I'm just gonna let you know right now. <laughs> there's some weird stuff going on with those bats up there. Okay. But I'm also this isn't my journey. I'm here for support. Oh but my gosh. As the police officer in this position, I'm not always gonna be around to protect this city. And I think that you need to show me that this city will be in good hands when I get too old. Oh boy. What a load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's not just John derailing the character, that's what he would have told you either way. Well. Okay. So what's your plan, Shadow? Well, I don't know. But now that I know the bats are not good. Also, there's a hobo over there that <laughs> he's he's not a hobo. <laughs> Giving you the side eye? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't really know. <laughs> kind of don't want to kill anybody, but... <laughs> you may not want to kill anyone, but this Abishai will not hesitate. Yeah, well, you're, you're being very helpful, thank you. <laughs> oh, Luke, you do notice that the Buddha mm -hmm. is carrying... He's got, you can see it now. Yeah. He's like that sword he showed oh, you yeah, before. Yeah. Um, he's still got it on him. Okay. Well, um, you know what? I'm going to, okay. I'm going to go inside. Okay. Actually. And I'm going to see if I can get some soup. Okay. From the soup kitchen. Okay. So you're going in the front? Yeah. I'm just going to go in like a pretty normal person, I guess. All right. You walk around to the soup. front. Um, and actually, the whole crowd seems to be leaving. Yeah, okay. Um, and as you sort of get to the doors, one of the, um, he's a dwarf, he kind of looks tiredly up at you. Yeah. Um, says, ah, d don't even bother, they, they're closing up for the night. Hmm. It's only, what, 6.30? Yeah. It's not that late. Right. Um, but he just kind of slumps his head and keeps moving. And it, yeah, it does indeed seem like the whole place is emptying out. Okay. Damn. Does there look like anywhere else around here that I would be able to get some food? Mmm. Not near, it seems like the crowd is dispersing in a bunch of different directions. Is that what you're asking? Well, I, what I'm trying to do is I want to get some food mm -hmm. that, so that I can approach the hobo and give him some food, or at least pretend to give him some food, okay. to not immediately draw suspicion. I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, there's, um... I was gonna try and get him some soup, but yeah, <laughs> now okay. they're closing, okay. so... Okay, you see about a block down, um, there is, it's like a food truck. Okay. So if, if you go up to them, um, yeah. it's, it's run by, uh, an elf couple. Okay. Um, and they actually are selling, like, uh, little wraps. Okay. Um, like... Fajita type things, but tiny. There's a word for them, but I don't know what it is right now. So they, uh, one gold for two. They're pretty cheap, pretty little. Okay. I'll, uh, yeah, I guess I'll buy two of them then, so. Okay, cool. So one gold, they hand them over. You got yourself two little tiny taquitos. <laughs> okay. Uh, then, yeah, then I guess I'll walk back, and okay. I'll, like, walk over towards the hobo back guy. Back around to the with side the, of the With building? the food, yeah. Okay. Um... And so when you walk up to him, yeah, um, he give me a perception check. 
Nice. Ooh, that's 20. a 20. Yeah. Okay. Um, you notice from a bit of a distance, yeah. and this is aided by your night vision, okay. you notice that he's watching you mm-hmm. until he thinks you could probably, oh, excuse me, almost <laughs> see him. Yeah. And then he closes his eyes and pretends <laughs> to be sleeping. Okay. Um, and you, you come up to him, and sort of when you stop, you yeah. kind of make a little noise, and he, like, pretends to wake up yeah. from that noise. Okay. Um, and just, like, huh, like, grunts a little bit at you. Okay. Do I, do I see, like, any weapons on him or anything? With that perception check, nope. Okay. Nothing. He's, he's a guy under, like, kind of under a tarp-ish thing. Okay. So he could be hiding something underneath there. Okay. It doesn't look bulgy or anything, though. Yeah, okay. I'm, uh, I guess I'm gonna offer him some food and be like, I've been there, just wanted to bring you some food. He, like, <laughs> like, trembling hands come out from under the tarp and he grabs the taquitos and just, like, scarks them okay like two swallows and they're gone mm. and he, he just says thanks thanks friend it's been tough <laughs> and he like rolls over he kind of it seems like he doesn't really want to interact with you okay hmm i'll uh let's see do i still see the bats like up there watching me or yeah you do mm-hmm. okay kind of hanging from the edge of the rooftop most of them a couple and of them are flying up in the air, but there might be seven. Okay. Um, is there any, like, trash or anything around here? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You're in your kind of crummy alley, so okay. yep, there's plenty of, like, bottles you know, or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh, all okay. kinds of junk. I'm going, I want to grab one and I'm just going to throw it at the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch. Bemused. Okay. Give me a ranged attack roll. This would be plus dexterity. Plus dexterity. A. We're going to say you don't have proficiency with throwing bottles. Yeah. So, oops, that was a nine. nine yeah. Plus dex is plus three. Right, Reg- Just regular dexterity. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's just, yeah, so it'd be 12. Okay, yeah, you, you whip the bottle up there, um, yeah. and it glances off the, like, top corner of yeah. the building. It, it actually was aiming for one of the bats, but it, like, flits out of okay. the way. And the bottle just, like, skins off the building and flies up into the night sky. Okay. Um, and the bats, you, you hear their, like, really high-pitched noise they make. Yeah. Um, they kind of flutter for a minute and then settle back down into their space. Dang. Okay. Hmm. Did that, did, uh, the hobo guy do anything when I did that? Or just no, no, he, he's not even, he's facing the other direction now. Okay. Um. All right. Well, and the, from the front of the, you, you've sort of been, from your angle, you can't really see the front of the building, but yeah. there's like a space between the buildings that lets you see that street. Yeah. And you have been seeing like people moving by. Okay. They sort of have stopped now. Like, like probably the front of this whole place is emptied out mm-hmm. at this point. Okay. And, um, the back door that the dragonborn woman had gone into, yeah. it's not, it doesn't open facing you, so you can't see what's inside of it, yeah. but it, like, opens up just slightly. Okay. Um, and where you are standing, Buddha, mm-hmm. you see that the dragonborn woman has been, she's the one who opens it slightly, so maybe, like, a foot open, and she sets, like, a stone next to the door, so it's propped open now. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. also, the... Just a couple seconds after that happens, the sliding door next to it in the back right of the building okay. like slides all the way up. Uh, and Luke, you do see her shadow. You do now see her standing in the opening. Okay. Uh, 
she kind of looks left and looks right and um, heads back inside. Okay. She didn't notice you. Yeah. You're standing like against sort of the wall, right? But... Mm-hmm. And the Buddha is just waiting. Yep. He's just hanging out and observing Luke. Okay. okay. Or observing Shadow, observing everything. Mm-hmm. Essentially like Yoda, I'm going to let him make mistakes. Fair enough. Standing in the shadows. Yeah. All right. Watch well, the shadow. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm going to try and sneak inside. I okay. don't know. I'll okay. sneak in through the propped open door. Okay, sure. I can't do anything else really. Give me a so. stealth roll. There oh, we go. Oh dang! So plus nine. Plus nine. Yeah, so twenty-eight. Holy smokes! Okay, I, so well, so you got pretty good perception, but he almost like disappears from your sight. Yeah, <laughs> Buddha. What I'll, were you gonna say? Well, I'll follow him. Okay, give me a stealth roll. So twenty-nine. Uh, net twenty. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. And I have plus seven plus, would that be dexterity or? Yes, stealth okay. is dexterity. So yeah, I got a 30. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, you guys are a pretty good team here. Yeah. So you just like flatten yourself to the ground almost. <laughs> um, Buddha, you actually hear the bats like kind of kick up some noise mm-hmm. and like flutter around. Like it's almost like they have lost track of what's going on mm-hmm. below them okay. and they seem a little distressed by it um and luke you slip around the side of the building sort of like you're sliding along the side of the building mm-hmm. right and you can get to that back door and you can see and i am going to draw this out for us now Okay, Luke, you're peeking in. This is one of the sliding doors, right? Okay. This is the one that's propped slightly open. And where did you want to go, Buddha? Where are you standing by this door or by the big one that's propped open? I'll go smaller one. Okay. Cool. So what you see, Luke and Buddha, this blue line that goes up, you're standing in like a 60 by, I don't know, 50 foot thing. Uh, Maybe not that far. But it's clearly the back part of this place, right? Okay. So you're looking in. This is like a track that it looks like um, wagons and things have been driven through. And you can clearly see the track goes around in a half circle in through this back door and out through that other door. Okay. Or vice versa, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like a little U-shaped thing. This, what you see inside of it, inside of that track, are couple tables and by those tables i'm not going to draw it because you'd be able to move into that space but there's a bunch of hanging carcasses like inside that half circle Mm -hmm. carcasses of meat and a couple butcher tables where you can see the meat's been like processed 
because these things are dripping and there's blood everywhere, this red area mm -hmm. in the middle of that, that's all grating. So it, it like opens into a channel and it's pretty deep actually. It's maybe, I don't know, 10 feet down. Like it's a deep channel that the bottom is stained with blood from the meat and from the butchering. But otherwise the floor is sloped everywhere to sort of like let the blood run into that area. And you can see even from where you're at, this back part, sort of if, if a wagon had gone up this way, there's a place right here where the grating has been flipped up. So it's actually standing against this wall. Like somebody opened a door in the grating. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you could access the below part in that spot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm describing? Mm -hmm. Cool. These are all butcher tables. So all the squares are butcher tables where there's like meat and stuff on them. The scribbled out spots, that's just boxes. Okay. The entryway into the front of the place is way over here. Um, the boxes seem to be filled with, you know, donated goods. Stuff that people people probably wind up eating in the front of this place most of the time. Any questions about the layout? How deep exactly are the trenches? Like, estimate? 10, 12 feet. Okay. And how steep is the grade between normal mm. floor? Not not steep at all. Okay. Think of, like, the crown of a street, almost. Like, like not much, really. Okay. So nothing that would impede your ability to walk on it or anything? So they have a recent inspection by a health inspector because definitely not this place is grimy and crummy and gross back here okay so what you guys see the blue dragonborn is standing in this back corner with her she's not facing you standing way back kind of leaning against this table mm -hmm. uh there's a guy he looks like um he looks like a priest like, he, he's got, like, a mm -hmm. cassock on. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. Like, the frock kind of things okay. that priests wear. Yeah. Um, he's dressed like a priest, basically. He's got, in fact, um, symbols that sort of look like what Bricks had discovered. And okay. Not the exact same symbol, but he's got strange symbols on his stuff. Um, he's leaning back, and he, he looks like a middle-aged guy. Not, like, kind of, like, rubbery, shiny skin. Like, like okay. not a very attractive or youthful looking guy if that mm -hmm. if that describes him well enough the dragonborn is standing with her back to you talking to him and he's sort of laughing at something um standing against this wall there is somebody who clearly is a cultist okay. wearing like robes with like sort of like ornamental stuff near the back that look like they're meant to imitate like dragon wings okay. um no, nothing like super fancy, right? But and this is also a dragonborn. Okay. Much scrawnier than the blue one, though. This one is almost like regular human build, okay. and the blue one looks like a hulky. Like she's pretty tough. Okay. Um, but this this other guy who is white, um, he's even got like markings on his face, okay. like tattooed face, very clearly sort of a worshipper. Um. Standing next to the priest and sort of like visibly uncomfortable with the tattooed dragonborn is a uh, like a noble, basically. Okay. He looks like a super wealthy guy, okay. um, kind of like one of the people you might have seen purchasing things 
at the auction. You didn't actually see him there, but he looks like the class of people who were right. buying these boxes. Okay. Um, and he just looks really excited. Like, he's looking from the priest to sort of like this dragonborn that he's a little creeped out by to the blue one. Um, and he, he, he just looks like he's excited and happy to be here. Uh, so that's what's that's what you guys see, and they're all talking in the corner. Okay. What do you want to do? So these giant butcher stations, mm -hmm. are they like solid butcher blocks or like a butcher table where there's... Butcher table. Okay. Um, I guess, can I see... Can I see if any of these people are armed? Yeah, sure. Give me a roll. Uh, perception. Twelve. So look for stuff. Yeah. Ten. Okay. Twelve. The dragonborn woman, the blue one, she does have a big sword at her side. Okay. Strapped to her side. The culty looking guy, he doesn't seem to be armed. Um, okay. Although he's got sort of folds in his robe, he does. He definitely doesn't have any long weapons. He may have a dagger or something that you just can't see. Okay. The noble, he's got an ornamental sword, mm -hmm. like attached to his hip. You can. It doesn't look like it's been used. Okay. It's sort of like flimsy and clearly shiny. You know, there for show. Okay. The priest-looking guy, uh, he seems unarmed as well. Like the cultist, he may be hiding. A dagger near his hip that you just can't see in the folds of his stuff, but okay. and while you guys are looking in here, um, from you can hear Luke with that perception check for sure, Budo with your passive perception. Mm -hmm. Um, you do hear them talking about like, oh, I can't like, can't wait till it should be here. It should be here very soon. Like they're mm -hmm. all talking about that very excitedly. Yeah. Um, and you hear coming from, let's say you're this way is north. Yeah. where the street would be so you guys are on the south side of the building coming from the far like the east where the hobo guy was okay um the sound of horse like clopping okay. on the um alleyway and shadow you look back and you see a covered wagon with one horse it's got one like a city guard looking guy okay um not actually city guard but imagine that sort of like armor and you know get up okay uh, sitting at the at the driver's seat of this carriage or the wagon. All right. Um, and there's another one walking, another guard walking alongside it. Okay. You can't see what's inside the wagon. It's just got a tarp pulled over it. Okay. It which looks side? Big. Which side of, is he walking on? Like the same side that I'd be standing on mm -hmm. if it passed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. And they're probably 80, 80 yards out now. And not that far. Fifty yards. You have to be able to hear the horse right but right. it's not terribly loud right now so um okay you just faintly hear it i want to can i go to like i want to like stealth kind of so like we're on this side what's on like the other side of this like alleyway do they take up oh. like the whole alleyway or mm. you mean okay so if the alleyway's here right yeah you're asking what's back here Ba yeah, basically, we're on this side of the alleyway. Mm -hmm, What's, mm -hmm. like, over here? Do they fill up the whole alleyway, or could I, like, go to the other oh, side of by the, the alleyway? You mean, you mean the wagon. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. If they, okay. like, take up the whole thing. Yeah, they take up most of it. Uh, you'd be able to... There's enough, like, garbage and junk and, yeah. like, things leaned up against the walls that you'd probably be able to duck against either wall mm -hmm. and with a 
decent like hide yeah you might be able to let them pass you they wouldn't bump into you that yeah. is to say there's maybe a couple feet on either side but they're okay. going right down the middle of the alleyway okay i'm going to hide among the garbage okay uh, i got uh 16 all right among the garbage on this north side or south side of the alley oh uh, let's go south side okay i'm yeah. just gonna put you back here i'm gonna do the same thing i guess same side yeah okay 19? Yes, 19. Okay. If it's stealth, yeah, 19. Yeah. Cool. So you guys hide against the alley. Um, and the two, the one guy who's walking mm-hmm. on the north side of the wagon and the driver, they, do you guys want to be hiding between the door or the open doorway and them or on the other side? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so basically what do I want to do. you want them to do, go past you is the question. Yeah. What I want to do is when they pass me, uh-huh. I'm going to go up under the wagon. <laughs> nice. Okay. I can, I can picture so that. So basically, yeah. What if I'm if I'm over a little more, mm-hmm. so they don't like. So they maybe can't they see you can't through see, the doorway. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay, so they pass you. They mm-hmm. don't notice you. They don't notice you either, Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, give me another stealth check. You are. This is basically to ensure that you can be quiet enough yeah. in what you're doing, and you're you're gonna try to like. Like Indiana Jones, like, like grab the bottom under, of it. Yeah, nice. I think because I think I mean as a tabaxi, I think I could grip decently yeah. enough. But okay, it's just sense. a matter of not being. It's seen. a wooden wagon. There, you know, they have big wheels. It's not like way low to the ground, low rider. So okay, so that's seventeen. Okay. Stealth. Okay, so it's got it's got these big creaky wheels. They don't seem to notice when you slide okay. underneath, and you are now grabbing. You're looking straight up at the bottom of this cart. Okay. Nope. You yeah, you just saw this happen, Buddha. And they... I'm mildly impressed. <laughs> yeah. They turn into this open doorway. Okay. And the whole crowd, Buddha, you see it. Mm-hmm. You, underneath the cart shadow, if you look up, yeah. you see everything upside down, right? Yeah, and you yeah, can yeah. only see people from, like, the waist down. Okay. But you see all of them turn. You see the white, uh, the legs of the white cult guy run over and the cart moves in. I'm going to get a piece to represent our cart. Um, how are you dressed? I have, like, black armor. Okay. Are you wearing your uniform? No. So the cart, I'm just going to do this because it's about 10 feet long. That makes sense. And he's got one guard with him and one guard sitting on the front. The cart pulls in. You see their feet. And he turns and stops right there. Okay. Sort of even with this grate. And um, this guard stops and tries to talk to... You, you see this, Buddha, so let's get you here, I guess, right? Um, Buddha sees through this open, open big door mm-hmm. that the guard who's been walking alongside the wagon tries to, like, talk to the cult dragonborn, mm-hmm. and the cult dragonborn is just, like, not interested. He slams this big door closed, okay. and all everybody gathers around. They slowly gather around this area here. Okay. Yeah, I'm, what are you doing outside? I'm going to slip over to this propped open door. Okay, and this this guy's back over here, too. Everybody, everybody you slip over to the propped open door, you see everybody is gathered around the wagon. Uh, looking at, in fact, the guards start pulling off this tarp that's on it, and indeed, there's a giant um, crate made out of wood that is revealed you actually don't see any of this right but you're like underneath and you can hear the thing rattling and in fact from underneath the wagon Mm -hmm. shadow you can feel 
something like moving around above you in okay. the wagon. Like, okay. not just like shuffling. This thing is like, like moving fast from like one yeah. side to another, and um, something is clearly agitated above you. Okay. Are you gonna go in the door? Mm, yeah. Uh, I'll continue to observe. Okay, you're just peeking in then. Can watching. I see to the underneath the wagon? Yes, you can make out. You you actually can't see him. There's like mm. like a lip going down. Mm -hmm. So he's pretty shadow's pretty well hidden underneath. Okay. Um but you would be able to see if he dropped down to the floor, you'd be able to see him. Okay. Otherwise, I'm envisioning like total blackness and like two cat eyes. Ooh, <laughs> that I like that. That's good. That's what you see. It's well enough lit. It, like it's lit in here, right? But yeah, underneath the wagon, it is dark. That's cool. Cat eyes are looking around back at you. Um, so at that point, I'm going to signal to Shadow. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, so, even, like, I'm not even paying attention probably enough to notice yeah. that. <laughs> I was going Oops. for, since I can only see his eyes, wink if it's a go, blink if it's not. Oh, uh, do you? Okay, you're an ancient dragon. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking this is probably Thieves' Camp, right? I have no idea. Like, you know, communicating secretly Maybe, from a yeah. distance it with signals? Be. It could be. Okay. Part of it, I suppose. Give me a... Give me a... Give me a... Um, Shadow, give me a perception check. Let's just see if you notice what he's doing over there. 14. Okay. You don't see him. Okay. He, there's too many people around you, too much stuff going on for yeah. you to pay attention. So, he tries to send you thieves can't signals, but you don't notice them. <laughs> okay. Uh, th this tarp is pulled off, and uh, one of the guards, like, pulls it over onto this pile of boxes over here. And it reveals a a big wooden crate. Wooden okay. crate. That's right. The What you see, Buddha, is mm -hmm. the dragonborn woman, the blue one. She uh, pulls out, actually, her just her big sword and, like, jams it under the lid of this box and cranks on it up like you'd use a crowbar. And it, you hear, like, a couple nails pop. Okay. And you, you feel this from underneath. And you see the lid flip open and, like, clatter to the floor. And the guards both pull it away back here. Um, and as the guards <coughs> are walking back, the, the walls of the crate, like, she rips, she rips everybody... She and the uh, cultist dragonborn mm -hmm. are like super excited, like pulling down the walls of this crate, and they reveal a black Abishai. Okay. Um, chains. He's got manacles on mm -hmm. that look very well forged. Um, and in fact, Buddha, you can sort of tell from your perception and distance and experience with this thing. This is clearly dwarven made manacles um with like magic infused into them okay um and this abishai looks just like ticked okay um he's probably seven feet tall he's got i guess you don't see any of this because yeah, you're yeah. underneath but john does um he's the manacles give him he's got one around each wrist and then they're chained together and attached in like a v to a half loop in the floor mm -hmm. of the thing and they allow him to move like maybe three feet in either direction, like yeah. essentially cover the whole 
floor of the wagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he can't move any further than that. And as soon as the walls go down, he like hisses and like, like yeah, he's just mad at all of them. And the um the noble that was this guy, right? Mm-hmm. The noble like gasps and steps back, um and like kind of leans against the table. And the priest like looks at him and says like what? Why don't be afraid? This is like this is everything we wanted. And he takes a step forward, um, and. These two dragonborn just sort of watch while the priest like approaches mm-hmm. the Abishai, which is chained again to the floor, and it like when it sees the priest come towards him, it flares its wings and like makes itself as big as yeah. possible towards him, and the priest like gasps and takes a step back. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Or just let this keep developing? I'm going to try to signal to Luke or to Shadow again. Okay, go ahead. All right. <laughs> Uh, 13. So I guess it depends. Whatever he does do. Yeah, well, so the action has changed a little bit, and you do notice you signaling now. Shadow notices Buddha signaling from the door. You're signaling again. What? Blink? So, wink? Yes. Blink? No. Okay. Okay, so you recognize what that means. Yeah. He wants you to close one eye if... Like, things are going down. That's okay. like, I mean, basically, because, like, I'm going to be able to see if you normally blink. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just okay. every day, because all I can see is your eyes. But if I see, it's basically one if I land, two if I see. Yep, yep, and it's sort of the thieves' way of signaling. Um, And actually, this is like a tabaxi unique thing, because their eyes are so reflective. Okay. That, like, tabaxi thieves have their own thieves' can't that this dragon, from all his, like, thousands of years of life, well, 1,500 years of life, Yeah. he's kind of, like, learned this a little bit. But, yeah, the two means, like, yep, this mark is good to go, and the or the one eye means yes, like, we're doing this now, okay. and two eyes means, like, back off. Okay. So you do notice him say that. Okay. I'm just going to let it develop for now, so. Okay. I guess if you want me to back off for now or whatever but yeah well you can just keep staring yeah, too yeah. that's fine so that the priest gasps and steps back and the blue dragonborn just like laughs at him okay um, says you like are you really afraid of this like this is everything we want and the noble kind of steps forward and says well how are how are we going to get him do you think this will hold him and he kind of like looks down at the grate underneath his feet like he's a little unsure if this this grate, which they've clearly flipped open to put the Abishai in. Yeah. He's a little nervous that it's not going to hold it. And she just laughs at him and says, oh, we've, we've tested it. It won't make it out of here. And she uh, turns back to it and says something in, what, a dra- draconic? Draconic. Yep. She speaks draconic to it. Okay. You don't understand no. draconic. You do. You can whisper it to me. Okay. Uh, so she says something unintelligible. So she speaks in Draconic to it, says some words, Shadow, that you don't understand, but the Buddha does. And he hears it from a distance, even. Okay. Um, And it, sort of like, the tension leaves its body, Mm -hmm. um, and it seems much less angry. And it, uh, you just hear from above you, more Draconic, and there's like a back and forth. um, And the... You see the legs of the white dragonborn like climb up yeah. onto the wagon above you, and you hear like a banging sound, 
what you see, Buddha, is he's like with a hammer smacking the thing that's connecting the ring to the floor. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it seems that she and the dragonborn have like, you know, talked yeah. things through and this guy's going to let it loose and then they're going to move it down. And as soon as the drag, as soon as Buddha sees the white dragonborn like do that last shot and the ring comes loose, the Abishai like roars. You hear a roar and you see it jump from the top of the wagon. You are able to see its legs now. It lands on top of this noble. It jumped through the cage and everything? No, the cage was like the walls. It wasn't in a cage. Oh, it was just, it was in a just chained to the... Okay. With its, with gotcha. its yeah, yeah, chained yeah, yeah. to the floor. Okay. So as soon as it's not chained to the floor, it just jumps off the wagon, which is now a platform, lands on top of the noble. Okay. You see from underneath here, <laughs> you're watching yeah. while it just like chomps into his throat and rips his throat out oh man and with its teeth like it rips and its head turns back in your direction and yeah. because it's laying on the ground it sees you um with like this guy's bloody <laughs> throat in its teeth yeah um and it it like blinks at you and magical darkness which you can't see yeah, through, yeah. just like appears around it in this area okay and it disappears in a sphere of magical darkness, and I think we should roll initiative. Okay. Well, we don't necessarily have to roll initiative yet. What do you do? Uh, I have so, a feeling we'll be initiative rolling yeah. soon, but... It's easy. Mm -hmm. I don't need this guy. Anymore. What are, uh, like, what... How do these people react, I guess? Mm. Well, they... You hear a bunch of shouting, and, like, all the feet turn towards it. Yeah. And I guess I want to know, because this is all going to happen at once. Yeah. So I don't want to wait for, like, you don't have time to wait to see what these guys do. Yeah. I think you got to act. Also, this guy would be on top of right. here. Yep, he is. Okay. Yeah. If Correct. he, if we'll he was this. up on top of there, so I guess I'm, I'm going to, like, Let's roll. Just, here, you know the wagon's there, right? Yeah. Um, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Buddha? I'm gonna burst in and yell, "You fool!" <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sweet. I'm gonna like drop and like roll out back over here. Awesome. And um. Okay, then we're definitely rolling. Guess, in yeah, and I guess we're gonna have to. <laughs> we'll see if anyone reacts to me or whatever. Okay. But... All right, Shadow, you are actually gonna move last. Sweet. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess am I last like that I'm still under the cart or? No, we'll set well. Yeah, no, you got you're on your feet. Okay. You guys are all with what you see. Yeah. So because there was basically like that split second reaction mm -hmm. where all this happened. Essentially, <laughs> yes. So the first one to move is going to be the blue dragonborn, uh, who you walk in, mm -hmm. uh, Buddha, and she turns to you. And sees that there's this darkness, um, and she shouts something in Draconic. Um, it is, and Luke, you don't understand this, um, but she says, "How dare you! It like interfere with this." Um, and she is going to 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, run up to you mm -hmm. and take a swing. Okay. 
see what she can do here. She pulls out her like giant sword that she used to pull open the the cage. Mm -hmm. And she does an 18 hit. Yep. Okay, and another 18. Okay. Okay, so she hits you twice with this long sword. And she's holding it with two hands. Mm -hmm. So she's going to do a good deal of damage to you, actually. I wonder if you'll be able to handle it. Yeah. Where's my d10s to go? Okay, she does two plus three. She does five, and then, dang, 12. She does 17 damage to you. Okay. In those two swings. And that's going to be her turn. Okay, I'm just going to laugh at her and say you're dealing with things that you don't quite understand. <laughs> so she, she, like, yeah, swings into you, and you see Shadow. It's like... The blade hits Buddha's body, but like where it would almost like cleave him in two, yeah. you would think it like glances off him. Huh. Um, okay. And like you see blood splatter, but yeah. it is not red human blood. Yeah. Um, it's actually, it's like bronzy colored blood. Okay. Like it kind of glints under the light. Um, and she, she just like grimaces kind of at you and like is, doesn't look... Doesn't look surprised by this, okay. um, but looks more determined, maybe. Okay. Next up, the two guards are going to move. Um, they both run straight at the darkness and disappear inside of it. Oh, that's stupid. And... Okay. <laughs> and one of their bodies, headless falls out of the darkness immediately after that. And the other one you hear like screaming and snarling inside the darkness in there. Um, next up, so one of the guards is dead, we got one left. Next up is gonna be the priest who turns shadow, he sees you, um, and he actually like, after the body falls out at him, he like stumbles back and he's gonna move. A little back, almost towards, like, he's sort of trying to block this doorway. Okay. Um, and he is going to... He pulls out, actually he does, Luke, he's hiding, like, a cudgel. Okay. Sort of near his waist. Um, so he's holding, like, a, a wooden cudgel now. Okay. John, remind me what spiritual weapon does. You actually used this before, right? A long time ago. When we were doing that cultist battle. If it was, it was a long time ago. So tell me what spiritual weapon does. That's what he's casting. Okay. And while you're looking up that, the white dragonborn. Oh, so you create a fo or floating spectral weapon within range. It lasts for duration. You can make a melee spell attack against the creature within five feet of the weapon. Okay. How far can it move in a turn? Um, so you can cast within 60 feet. And oh, then... well, he's just casting it right next to you, Ben Luke. He casts a spiritual weapon in the space next to you. And then as a bonus action, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against the creature within 5 feet of it. Okay, what is its attack damage? It is 1d8 plus spellcasting ability modifier. Okay, oh, do I have to roll the hit? It's a spell attack, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, oh dang, Luke does a... 18 hit? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he hits you with it, and it was what, John? 1d8? Mm-hmm. Plus? 
spellcasting last time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, um, depending on the spell level, mm-hmm. it... Oh. Oh, yeah, that doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, Luke, this sword, this, like... It's it's like a holy sword, but it's definitely not holy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like glim- glimmering, like flame colored. Appears next to you and slashes at you, and you're gonna take five damage. So not too bad, but it cuts through your armor pretty good. And um, that's gonna be the priest's turn. The next up is the white dragonborn, mm-hmm. who turns to you. He sees you right behind him, um, and he is going to. He's holding a dagger as well. He, like, pulls it from his side. Okay. Uh, he's going to swing it at you. And he's kind of standing a little bit above you. Dang. <laughs> Does a six hit? <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. Okay. So he swings it at you. Um, you you kind of, like, dodge back. Does a 12 hit? Nope. All right. He swings twice at you with his dagger and misses with both of them. Okay. You are up now. Okay. I'm going to attack this guy, and I'm going to try and stealth hit him. Okay, cool. So, against his deception. Yeah, he rolled a two, so I don't think you can fail. (laughs) Six plus five. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. So you got the stealth attack. Eleven plus seven, so eighteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Alright, so 3 plus 4 on the main hit, plus 3 plus 4 is 7, 9, 11, and 6 is 17 damage. Holy smokes! Wow. Okay. Um, He is bloodied. Okay. So you just like slipping under and get him like, I don't know, up like in his side, I think? Um, and it, it hits him hard. With that sick dagger, too. Yeah, no Like, kidding. you're not in sunlight, <laughs> yep. so. Cool. Okay, and then I need to figure out what. Our friend in the magical sphere of blackness is going to do. Uh, he. Annihilates the other guy. Uh, yep, another body goes flying out. Another body of a guard goes flying out of the darkness. This one's missing an arm, and he is dead. Um, he's got like slashes across okay. his body and an arm gone. And the sphere of darkness, you don't see the Abishai, but the sphere of darkness moves over. And Luke, you are now inside a sphere oh, of darkness. Sweet. You and the spiritual weapon and the white cult. Dragon. Dragonborn. Yep. You guys are all in this sphere of darkness together. So you are now totally blinded. And we're at the top of the order now. I didn't get Oh, you go. didn't. Right. You're up. Sorry, Buddha. Okay. I skipped you. My bad. So I'm going to, using my sword, okay. get noticeably bigger and stronger. <laughs> okay. So, so your sword, oh, you mean like you're channeling the stuff into your sword? Yeah. Okay, so, so you pull out your sword, and it's like the, um, that blue magic loop that we saw glinting on it. His okay. sword just, like, glows blue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bright, bright blue. Go ahead. Yeah. 
So I'm going to pull out the sword and I'm going to give a hearty har har har. Okay. And I'm going to swing three times at this dragonborn cultist. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Crit one. Okay. Four. Dang. Wait, so it's four you plus, add your, yeah, yeah, so it's four plus five plus three. Okay. So that's at least twelve. Yeah, that one glances off her armor. The and first I one is 20. like a, holy smokes. Okay, so the first swing, like maybe when she hits you a little bit, it like your body moves back. And your first swing then is like oh, I'm still getting used to this swing form. And a whip. Exactly. Yeah, these arms aren't quite what you expected them to be. Yeah. The second swing like glances off. She's got some armor on, mm -hmm. like a shoulder pad. It glances off, and the third one like connects solidly with her side. And so yeah. roll damage. Roll twice for your damage. That is 14. Nice. Okay. Fourteen? Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, it's a solid hit. Uh, she's not Yeah. You know. She's solid, but but that was a good that was a good blow. Okay. That takes Buddha down, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's her turn again. Um she like screams in rage at you mm -hmm. and disengages do i get an opportunity attack no that's what oh. disengages avoids mm. actually you know what yeah she's not going to disengage because she needs to use her action for something else yeah so she's going to run back this way so go ahead you get one free attack on her is that just d20 uh-huh yep roll an attack see if you can hit so do i still have my plus three bonus yeah you do okay so 13 uh it's a uh, 21 Dang, okay, yeah, you do hit her, so roll damage. Three plus three plus three. Nine. Okay. Okay, so you hit her, like, hard in the towards the back of the neck, but she's, it, like, slashes off the cloak she was wearing, mm -hmm. and she's got, like, a suit of armor on underneath. Okay. So that, the cloak, like, falls off her body as she moves this way, but she takes a couple steps, and she goes right behind the wagon, so she's, like, facing this sphere of darkness. Mm -hmm. um, and she just, like, like, out of her mouth comes, like, lightning in, like, a cloud straight into the darkness. She can't see anything that she's <laughs> doing this to. Okay. Um, but she's just firing into the darkness. So everybody in that cone, which is basically everybody in here, because you guys are all right together, uh, give me a dex saving throw. Uh, save? Yes. So, 17 plus 6. Nice. So, 23. Okay. Cool. You're gonna take... You take 9 damage. Okay. Let's see what the other guys do. Actually, um, the white dragonborn also... He's pretty much toast. ...manages to... <laughs> Yeah, you got, this one's goofy, because you can't actually see who's attacking. Yeah. So I would think I'd give you disadvantage, but she can't see you either. It's just like an area of effect. Yeah. So so we'll call it what it is. It's kind of all even randomly in combat, right? Yeah. I mean, you basically, like, he hears something going on, so he just dodge a random direction. Or even just, like, flatten himself to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So the, the white dragonborn who was standing right in front of you, you hear him, like, shriek in mm-hmm. pain and drop down next to you. Okay. Um, so you, you know he's directly in front of you, and you have a good idea of where he is. Okay. The Abishai. Ooh. Woo-hoo. Okay. Um, the Abishai also shrieks in pain, okay. but you, you hear him move a little bit. And in fact, when he moves, he bumps into that spiritual weapon. Yeah. Um, and he's going to take a small amount of damage from that, too. <laughs> like, you can't really tell what's going on here. Um, it's just sort of chaos inside this bubble of darkness. Okay. Um, but he just got hit pretty hard, okay. actually. And the spiritual weapon um, is just kind of there. Like, it, you know, isn't animate or anything. But this guy is now laying prone next to you, right in front of you, Luke. Is you, he on the... He, he's on the wagon, yep, and okay. you are not, right? Right. You're standing sort of behind it, which explains why it was easier for you to get out of the way. Yeah. So that is the blue dragonborn's turn. Who is up next is... My guards are dead. The priest is going to go. Um, he sort of turns towards you, uh, Buddha, mm-hmm. and the spiritual weapon... Moves directly in front of him. Okay. Um, and he is going to... Uh, can you look up another spell for me? Yeah. So also, um, the 20 feet that the spiritual weapon can move mm-hmm. is only for the bonus action. I think you can move it the full 60 feet oh, each turn. okay. Well, then he moves it all the way up to you. Okay. And he's going to make it attack you. Okay. So it's going to be an attack roll. Does a 17 hit? Yep. All right, for damage, we got three plus six okay. damage. It slashes you. This one glances off even, like, more than the other one, mm-hmm. the, than the Dragonborn Women's did. Uh, but he, so, he sort of then backs off a little bit, and it, he's, he's moving by this door. Okay. That's the priest's turn. He's, he looks pretty much afraid of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Buddha, you are up now. I got the order wrong, so that's why it seems different, but it's your turn. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna... I'm gonna walk away. This okay, sure, it's thing. gonna... The weapon's gonna swing at you. Yeah. Yeah, it hits. Alright, so you're gonna take 10 damage. Okay. I'm just gonna laugh. Okay. And I'm going to enter combat with her again. Okay, okay. And attack another three times. She turns back to you. Dang. Wait. And also, I still have my... Oh, right. It's still glowing? Yeah. Okay. So, got... uh, That's a hit? Yep. 24. 20. That's a hit. And 19. Holy smokes. Okay, you just yeah. hit her with all three blows. Give me some damage okay. here. So that is 11. Okay. 10. And 9. Oh my god. So 30. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you nearly, like, bring her down with those blows. The okay. first one catches her, like, across her chest, and she, like, staggers a little bit, and the second one back, like, across her belly, mm-hmm. and she kind of doubles over, and the third one, like, chops one of her feet out from under her, okay. but she's still on her feet, um, 
but she's like like one more swing and you probably would have had like the coup de grace. Yeah. And I'm just gonna after that I'm going to kinda calmly say, I hope your reception in the seven hells is better than what you get up here. <laughs> nice. Nice. And she she just like screams. Um next up is the cultist, the white one inside. Is he dead? No, he's not oh. dead. Um, but he he took a good shot from her, and he is going to um, swing totally blindly. Okay. To his left, where he thinks the Abishai is, because it also was making noise. Ooh, he hits it one time, or a tiny amount of damage. He glances, glances off it with a dagger. Luke, you just like hear him shouting and swinging, and the Abishai's like hissing next to you in okay. your sort of right ear. So like you can tell he's in front of you, and it's to your right. Okay. Um, and he's like clearly on top of the wagon, and the Abishai, hiss, Abishai hisses a little bit, uh, but it, it doesn't seem to have taken a whole lot from that. That was our white dragonborn, right? Mm-hmm. Shadow, you're up. Okay, so I still have, like, some sense of direction. You have a sense of direction. Yeah, you do. Because um, at this point, also, so the Abishai is on ground, right? It is, yeah. So he would be able to hear that walking on the grate. Like, That's that right. it's on the grate mm-hmm. and you're on solid ground. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you just heard him, him, like, you heard him scream and drop to the floor of the wagon. Mm-hmm. And then you heard him... Not swing anything, but you heard the Abishai, like, react to getting hit yeah. directly to his left, your right. Okay. I'm going to, like, I guess I'm going to jump, like, basically backwards. Okay. Like, jump backwards, and I guess try and get myself out of this darkness. Okay, so you jump backwards. Um, the Abishai, because it can see in this darkness, okay. is going to get a free swing at you. Okay. I will, um, I'm going to use my reaction and have whatever. If he hits me, I'll <laughs> yeah, have Yeah, let's see what we got. Dang. Okay. 17 plus 6? Yeah, that hits. Yeah. So he, he swings at you with his claw. Um, he's unarmed, right? But he's got his claws that he's hitting with. Okay. And he is going to do... Okay. Uh, max damage. He just dealt... 19 damage to you. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, plus... Is that 19 damage already halved or halved? Oh, not halved. 19 and half. Sorry. That's lucky because, uh, there's, like, acid coming out of his, like, poison coming out of his hand. Um, and that's gonna do a little bit of damage to you, too. Sweet. So you're gonna take 11 from that. So, okay. 11 plus, what is it, 18? 19. 11 yeah. plus 19, so 30, split in half, 15. Okay. You take 15 damage from that. Oh, man. Right. But, I guess I jumped. <laughs> Do I make it all the way out? Yeah, you I make it out. Uh-huh. I, I'll you jump can out. Yeah, you can, like, you got your full movement. You got and, everything. so that was five. Oh, dang. Um... <laughs> Go five. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do? Uh huh. 
So I'll jump out like 5, okay. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay. And I want to... Run up to the priest? Yeah. I want to... Um, I want to coat my dagger. Okay. And I want to try and stealth this guy. Nice. And I want to just try and obliterate this guy. <laughs> I hope you do. Kind of for your sake. Oh, he's got to do his... Yeah, I rolled a five. Okay, and good, and I have plus, have so, okay. Bonus than he does, so, so, all right, now I have to hope I hit. <laughs> 14 plus 7. So yes, 20. you hit him. Nice. Dang. Okay. So you, you pull out your dagger, yeah. and it, like, it, it's almost like it's salivating. Yeah. Like, it can't wait to get, like, stuck into something. <laughs> okay. Let's see. And you kind of juke to the left. And Three come plus up, like, four. So seven... Plus five is twelve. Mm -hmm. Plus another five is seventeen. Plus six Jeez. is uh, twenty-three. Plus two d ten poison. What? <laughs> this is like a nuke. Yeah. Holy smokes! This is ten, right? Oops. I was afraid you weren't gonna kill him, and I think you actually might. Plus, okay, so that was twenty. Twenty-three. That was just the dagger. Yeah. yeah. 27. Yeah, 27 plus another 7 is, what, 34? Yeah. Holy, <laughs> well, you can only do that once per day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now it's on cooldown, but... Okay, so you pull out the dagger and it starts, like, salivating, yeah. and by the time you swing it up into this priest, yeah. it's like, it's like there's a saliva just, like, <laughs> arcing off of it, and it hits him, like, you catch him, yeah. like, high up in the chest, um... And he, he, like, looks surprised for yeah. a minute. And it's like, there's so much saliva yeah. on this thing. It's like you see all his veins go, like, black underneath his skin. Yeah. Um, and he, he, like, tries to scream, <laughs> but, like, no sound comes out. Uh, and his, his eyes just sort of go blank. And you pull the dagger out, and he is dead on the floor. Good. Wow. All right. That was pretty cool. Okay. Uh, that was Shadow. Next up is our Abishai. And... <laughs> what is, um, by the way, what, is there like an action required for like healing potions and stuff like that? Yeah, we'd say a full action to okay. drink one. I, cause I, I guess, <laughs> I have them in my inventory from Tanner's right. campaign and uh -huh. I never put them down. Yeah. But I can't, obviously I can't use it this turn, so. Okay. okay. So, the, in the darkness, yeah. you hear a crunch. Like a shriek and a crunch. Okay. And something has happened in there. And the darkness moves over the top of these three. It, it is now over the top of uh, Buddha and the dr the blue dragonborn. Okay. And the Abishai, you don't see him go anywhere. Um, presumably, he's still within it. But the whole world goes dark for you. Buddha, okay. <laughs> and um, you hear the dragonborn woman kind of like, like grunt in anger, mm -hmm. but she still seems pretty much Here, determined to magical weapon. Oh, okay, thanks. Determined to fight, so it's gonna be uh, okay. She's up next, and you guys just got thrown into magical darkness. Let me check to see. If nope. Okay. So she can't blow her 
from your breath. She is going to swing. She still, like, assumes you're in front of her. Mm -hmm. She's going to swing once in front of you and then, like, further to her right. She's not sure. In fact, I shouldn't put him there. Like, mm -hmm. that didn't signify anything. Yeah, he's just somewhere in so there. So she's swinging once at you, and you guys can't see each other, but she's swinging at the right location. She's going to miss. Okay. A five plus. Yeah. Anything, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she misses you, and... She misses the Abishai. It right. just like whooshes past. You can't hear anything dodging. You can't hear anything going on in that location. Mm -hmm. Although you hear the sword swing over in this area. Okay. That is the blue dragonborn's turn. Next up, it's going to be Buddha. Okay. I'm going to yell to Shadow. Um, you're going to want to stand clear of the building. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to finish this okay okay what are you gonna do and at that point i'm going to wait until i know luke is clear okay well how are you gonna know that well you're, you're in pitch black like magical darkness so i suppose i'm going to use and we can we can like exit initiative if you're gonna do something that changes the way this is gonna work so what's your plan yeah. here so my plan is basically just once Luke leaves the building, I'm going to turn into a gargantuan creature, oh. as in the dragon, and just eat the Abishai. Okay. At which point I will, like, spit out the appropriate amount of blood. <laughs> um, okay, sure, I why mean, not? Yeah, so I'm just thinking about how this is going to function. Yeah, because how big is a gargantuan creature? Like, oh my gosh. the size, bigger than this. Well, it's in the player's handbook, yeah, you, you would... More than 30 feet tall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The whole building's going to go crumbling down. Yeah. Yeah. You're like the size of the building. Yeah. Like, that's what I figure is I'm basically just going to um, use my perception, uh -huh. which is plus 20. Okay. So. Well, I'm like right by the door. So, yeah, like, not, even if, if I, you, you start you like. You saw John, or you saw Shadow move by the door. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can actually, even with good perception, you just can't see. I can't hear, though. You can hear. But, like, as you start changing, like, I'll be able to, like, get... Uh-huh. I, like, I'm yeah, far enough definitely. away where you're not... You don't just, like, blink into mm -hmm. a gargantuan creature, right? Yeah. So, like... You're gonna have to grow. What I'm thinking is, there's really no way... Unless you're... Are you listening for, like, a door opening or something? I was basically just gonna, like, listen for the sound of him starting to officially run out. Okay. It's gonna be hard for you, even with decent perception, to hear from, like... 45 feet away well you've got combat happening right next to okay. you so what is considered decent perception well give me a check yeah give me a check. so that's gonna be five plus twenty that's just good enough <laughs> yeah. okay 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 so you can hear you're gonna shout get out of here right yeah okay luke what are you doing shadow we don't need initiative anymore. yeah i guess i'll go is this door open or is it it's still closed shut? uh but it yeah like, like there's a handle yeah. on the bottom of it so yeah i guess i'll pull it. i guess i'll open that up yeah okay yes yeah, so you you pull up and it does give me a strength check because it's kind of like you know heavy um a little rusty so also what's the name of the evil dragon abishai oh no. tiamat tiamat 14 okay uh you you're able to get it up like yeah. just enough that you okay. can slide under. It's not like it's going to fall back down. It, like, pulls up and gets stuck. Okay. Um, but give me a... 
I want you to like slide under the door. Athletics Could, then? Uh, maybe. Or maybe acrobatics, acrobatics would be better. Yeah. Acrobatics is better for me. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> four, yeah. Well, I have plus nine, so okay. uh, thirteen, 13. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So you you get it up like just enough, and you're able to slide underneath. And as you slide under the door, you're like looking back behind you. Right. Yeah. This is like a cool action, like dive out of the building while it explodes. This magical, like the orb of magical darkness that's just over this spot, like you see the like these bronze scales just like all of a sudden the darkness is replaced by scales <laughs> and it's just like expanding outward until it and you see at a certain point the body of the uh blue dragonborn yeah. just like like pushed out by these scales and the head of the dragon emerges of the bronze dragon off the top and like even as he's growing it like comes down and just like chews her like bites mm. her body and drops it and she just like falls to the floor dead the darkness as as the expansion is happening this darkness the orb disappears and you see the abishai similarly getting like pushed outward by the scales and give me an attack roll we'll see what we can do here so as i'm attacking uh-huh i'm actually just gonna move to grapple the abishai okay good let's let's do it so Give me a grapple, a strength check, right? Okay. So I got nine plus nine. Yeah. Okay. You snag this Abishai. It is caught in your claws. It, it like tries to get out, mm -hmm. but you you just like too too much for him. Yeah. Um. So so you grab him. Uh. What what are you gonna do now? So the, I'm, the building just like sloughs off your form. As you basically get to full size, it's it's dark, it's nighttime out, yeah. but you can hear like people screaming kind of off in the distance. Not too many because it's not terribly mm -hmm. crowded here, but shock and surprise, mm -hmm. kind of like the sounds of that on the street. Yeah. Um, the bats, as Luke, as you yeah. slid outside, you could like see them up above you and hear them. And as soon as like the building started to collapse, they just yeah. like take off into the sky. Yeah. Um, and the building, yep, just like falls off your body, and you now are standing there holding this Abishai that is stuck in your grasp. Okay. So what do you do, Buddha? So I'm just going to. So these gutters are still here. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they are actually. The ones that are underneath your body mm -hmm. are sort of protected from the rubble, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's gutters still underneath you. Okay. So I'm just gonna hold them up and say, inform Tiamat that she has no purchase in this realm. Okay. And then I'm gonna squeeze all the blood out of it. Give me. Okay, he's gonna try to escape this. Give me a strength check. Crit one. Plus oh, nine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You try to squeeze and he slides out of your grasp Sorry. and drops to the ground. Luke. Imagine the building is gone. Mm -hmm. We're going to put him... I don't even know how to represent the size of you, John. I can just be like this half of the <laughs> Okay, good. This thing slides to the ground, but Luke, you're up. Yeah. He, he is in quite beat up, broken, near death shape. Looks like he's ready to flee for his life. Okay. And you got to turn before he's going to get to do something here. Well... I guess if he broke free, I'm gonna. Uh huh. So he's he's now. Over. If you go, we're gonna say John is like here yeah. still. Mm -hmm. So he's now in contact with both or in 
you know, in range mm-hmm. and within combat of both yeah. of you guys. I guess I'll, yeah, I'll attack. Try and attack him anyway. Alright, so he drops to the floor. Oh, crit 20! <laughs> crit 20, nice. Oh, okay. Alright, but yeah, so... <laughs> what? So... Four... And three, so seven plus four. I guess I didn't say sneak attack. Eleven, but. yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so seven plus four. Okay, 11. okay, <laughs> you... Yeah, your dagger, you like, like it, it slides out of the priest right before you dive <laughs> yeah. out. You see the building collapse. The Abishai, like, squirms out of the dragon's grasp. You dive in and, like, like dagger... Into his like upper chest, yeah. kind of right where he got the priest, really. Nice. Um, and he like like staggers back and looks surprised for a minute, and just like drops to the floor. Nice. You killed it. Dang. Nice. So at this point, I'm gonna turn back into a cat okay. and kind of inconspicuously strut. <laughs> okay. Cool. So so I'm gonna like kind of weave between Shadow's legs and kind of rub up against him as a cat. Uh huh. <laughs> Awesome. Shadow, what are you doing? You got a dead Abishai in front of you. You got rubble of a building covering other bodies. You hear, you know, people in nearby buildings like shouting what happened and what's going on and like like the uh, medieval equivalent of police sirens ex- in the distance. Ex- <laughs> yeah. Um, I. Like the sound of shouting coming closer. Yeah. So what I want to do is I want to go and um, I guess if there's still like bottles or something like yeah there it, are like, there are trash. bottles uh-huh. i'll grab like a like a bottle or two i don't know i forgot how much i like of this blood that i actually need you need enough to cover the dagger in the bottom of a pot so i'll try and get like a bottle that seems like it'd be that large <laughs> okay <laughs> or or like there two bottles that, yeah you, two bottles sure okay okay we'll call it two bottles that's what it'll take okay and i guess i'll try and fill it up with, with this guy's blood okay you're working with a dead body um but yeah like you know, he, you're a big enough cat yeah. here. Um, also, this is a place made for draining blood. Exactly. So I feel like it would be pretty yep. efficient. So add to your inventory two full bottles of Abishai blood. All right. And what, Buddha, what are you doing now? Well, I'm a cat now. Right. I'm just using Buddha as your name because it's yeah. cool. So as a, in whatever form I'm in, I can still talk. So I'm just going to say... Um, you've proved yourself worthy, and I'm proud to say that the one strong institution of the strongest bird police is back to four. Oh, great. I, I'm, I'm kind of just busy with what I'm doing, so, <laughs> yeah, okay. like, I'll just, thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I will say, I don't think you understand what you've just done. Currying the favor of a being such as myself. Just take care and know that I'll be watching. All right. Are you going to, like, slip off as a cat or, like, fly off as something? I'm thinking just kind of, like, strut off as a cat towards, like, the nearest fish stall. I like it. And basically just with the rubble of the building behind you. Yeah. And just, like, you know, innocently be a cat for a little bit. All right. Okay, so... And I guess, is there anything else, like, 
Is he wear like he like wearing oh, anything nope, or nope. like? This is like he was naked. He didn't have any weapons. He's got he's got the manacles on yeah. him still. The shackles. Mm. Um, the chain has broken at this point, but he's got yeah. one around each wrist and like some loose chain hanging there. Okay. There's probably nothing interesting I can harvest from this guy besides his blood. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, def- I mean, I'm thinking like time wise, probably the voices yeah. like shouting people are getting pretty All close right. here. Then uh, I guess I'll just make my way back. Well, we're like over. Yeah, so we're like over here. Yep, that's exactly right. I guess I'm just gonna take off like this way. Okay. Yep. So you head back east. Like you, you make it to the to the main road. Yeah. Uh, you you are able to get out of here before the crowd of people come. Okay. You make it to the main road. It's probably. 10 p.m. at this point. Okay. Um, you're a little, like, banged up, a little yeah. bloody. you got, like, <laughs> the dust of this building on you. Um, Sweet. But but you are able to, are you going to just head back to your place? Yeah, I'm going ma- to try and make it home, I okay, think. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you walk yourself back to your home. Maybe, and... like, avoid city center, so, okay. like, go back, maybe go back, like, oh, there's no bridge here. Um, right, there's one, there's a bridge to get you through to uh yeah. little directs and then you'd be able to cross through Wherever over there yeah, yeah there's plenty of openings in that yeah. wall okay we'll so you, you kind of take take the southern route and then head east from there and you by the time you get back to your house it's like one in the morning okay and you are beaten up and dead <laughs> and tired but but victorious you were right. handled an abishai sweet uh, okay then awesome 